I'm Dr. Walter Malone Jr. I want to thank you for joining me for this segment of Tailored to Win that I might share with you some insights that can inspire, inform, and empower your life. I want to share with you today from this idea, I am where I'm supposed to be. And I am presenting to you the revelation, the idea that every person ought to live their life with the assurance of always knowing that they are living their lives within the parameters of the will of God. One of the activities that I often engage in for relaxation and for the resting of my mind and my spirit is to go to the movies. Uh, when I go to the movies, I like to watch movies that are mysteries, drama, and action. I do not care too much about watching movies that are comedy, and I certainly don't want to go watch horror movies because there's enough of the demonic that one has to deal with in the reality of their everyday life than to pay and go watch evil on a screen. And so I take great joy, again, in watching mysteries, uh, action, and drama movies. And uh, one of my favorite actors, who is favorite among many people, is the person of Denzel Washington. And I enjoyed watching his latest movies, the trilogy of Equalizer. I saw Equalizer 1, I saw Equalizer 2, and I saw Equalizer 3. In Equalizer 3, Denzel Washington is in Italy, and he goes to Sicily, and there he's going to interrupt and break up a drug cartel, and a man, a mafia person who is uh, taking money uh, from people out of their uh, savings accounts and other business accounts. And uh, while he is there in Sicily and disrupting this uh, action, uh, unfortunately, he gets shot himself. Uh, when he gets shot, he makes his way to Naples, Italy, and he would have died if it hadn't been for an Italian policeman who came to his rescue as he found him wounded on the side of the road. He then took Denzel to a medical doctor in Naples. Uh, he didn't have time to take him to the hospital at all. He took him to a friend of his who happened to be a medical doctor. This friend, this doctor, removed the bullet from Denzel's back and nursed him back to health. When Denzel had experienced uh, recovery, uh, he said to this friend and this uh, medical doctor, where am I at? That's the question that Denzel asked the medical doctor. He wanted to know, where am I at? This Italian medical doctor responded to Denzel with an Italian phrase that, that meant, you are where you, you are supposed to be. Denzel asked the doctor, where am I at? And the medical doctor said to him, this Italian friend said to Denzel, you are where you are supposed to be.
I am suggesting to us today that all of us ought to live our lives as the people of God, that whatever the situation and whatever the circumstance of our life might be, we can say to anyone, I'm where I'm supposed to be. In Luke chapter 11, Jesus gives us a a, a prayer. It is commonly known as the Lord's Prayer, but the reality is that this prayer would better be understood as the model prayer. If you want to read the Lord's Prayer, it would do you good to read the high priestly prayer that Jesus prayed in John chapter 17. But in Luke chapter 11, this prayer, beginning with verse 1 and following through to verse 4, it is really the model prayer. It is Jesus giving us the principles of prayer. The disciples had taken note of Jesus' prayer life, and they came to the conclusion that there is a correlation between his prayer life and his power. And within the context of that prayer and the principles that Jesus lifts up before us in that prayer, he says to us, when you pray, you say to God, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I'm saying to us today that understanding the will of God and praying for the will of God to be done in our lives on earth as it is in heaven puts us in a spiritual posture that no matter where we're at, we can always declare to anybody, I'm where I'm supposed to be. If you are a child of God and you have some level of spiritual maturity in your life, you understand that we are pilgrims, that we are on a journey. And on this journey, one never knows where they might be. That is to say, we could be on the mountaintop, we could be in the valley, we could be in a day where the sun is shining so brightly, or it could be a day that's very dark and dismal. It could be a time when you feel very blessed and you feel like the favor of God is resting heavy upon your life. And then it could be a day where everything that you are going through appears to be so contradistinctive to what you are believing God for in your life. But whether it is a time of great joy or a time of serious sorrow, if someone were to ask you, uh, where are you? You can respond to them by saying, I'm where I'm supposed to be. One can make that statement of faith. One can make that declaration, I'm where I'm supposed to be, when you understand that you are living your life within the parameters of the will of God. I'm listening now to the psalmist. I'm listening to David in Psalm 63, when David says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Take note of the fact that David says that God is his God, which means this is not a generalization about God, but it is a personal relationship that David has with God. 
and he is seeking God so earnestly. He says, my soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. When you live for God, there is a passion within your heart. There is a longing within your spirit where every day you want to live your life in the presence of God, in the company of God. When you have a passion for God, a longing for God, you want God's will to be done in your life each and every day. Sometimes when we talk about the will of God, sometimes we struggle with the will of God because we do not know what his will is. We struggle with the will of God because we need God to give us revelation. We need God to give us insight into what his plans are and what he's doing in our lives at one or any particular point in time. But when you pray and as you seek God, for insight and for understanding. God can let you in on the secret things of God. God can give you the wisdom. He can give you the insight to understand that he's ordering our steps and there is a plan and a purpose that he's working out in our lives. At other times, uh, when we struggle with the will of God, it is not because we don't know what his will is. We do understand what his will is, but our struggle is that if I'm obedient to his will, then it may bring a cost factor into my life. If I'm obedient to his will, it may mean that I have to make a sacrifice. If I'm obedient to his will, it may mean that there's going to be some struggle. If I'm obedient to his life, that means I may have to grapple with sorrow. So sometimes I'm struggling with the will of God because I don't know what the will is. And then other times I struggle because I do know what his will is. But when I, when I contemplate on who God is and when I exercise my faith in God, then whatever his will is, I can say yes to his will and yes to his way. The Bible says to us, now faith is the substance of things hope for and the evidence of things not seen. So my faith is based on convictions and is based on certainty. My conviction is that when I look back over my life, realizing that my life is a journey, that it is a pilgrimage, I can look back and remember how God has brought me through difficult situations, how God has been keeping me all the days of my life. But then at the same time, my faith is dealing with certainty. So so I can look into the future before the future becomes a realization and knowing that the God who kept me in the past is the God who will take care of me in the present because his future goal for my life is so certain that it is though it has become a reality in the present before it becomes manifested. And then the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I'm saying to us today that when we live our lives within the parameters of the will of God, come what will, come what may, if you ask me where I'm at, I'm where I'm supposed to be. 
if I'm in a storm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. If I'm in a place of comfort, I'm where I'm supposed to be. If I'm on the mountaintop, if I'm in the valley, it doesn't matter the circumstance or the situation that makes up the context of my life. My peace, my shalom, my tranquility, my assurance is based on the fact that I'm where I'm supposed to be because Father always knows what's best and he always has the best intention for my life so I can rest on God and depend on God wherever I'm at. God bless you. Keep living a dynamic life. Thank you for sharing with us today for this segment of Tailored to Win. I pray that this word has brought encouragement and empowerment to equip you to live a faithful and fruitful life to the glory of Jesus Christ.